true gain, true profit comes from trading in this sin-loving, self-oriented life for true, eternal life in Christ. Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. Our word today is kardino. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, Peter writes, Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your respectful and pure conduct. The word I want to point out is the word one, or to be won over. Cardino is an ancient mercantile term for trading one's good for another. It implies trading up, that something is exchanged for something even better. Technically, it's the idea of making a profit or acquiring a gain, as James 4's usage makes clear. Interestingly, this word is used 17 times in the New Testament, and it's often used in the context of evangelism and conversion as it is here in 1 Peter chapter 3 about the wife and her unbelieving husband. The Christian wife, quote, wins over her lost husband by quietly walking the talk. Presumably, she's either said her piece regarding the gospel or he's been exposed to the gospel in other ways. And instead of nagging him or shaming him toward belief in Jesus, she adorns the gospel of Jesus Christ with her Christ-like conduct. And the idea here, the strategy here, is that this makes the faith that she's wanting to share with him more appealing to him. And he agrees, so to speak, or he believes, as we might say. She has then won him over. The Apostle Paul uses Cardino five times alone in about a four-verse stretch in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. In verse 19, he writes, For though I am free from all... I have made myself a servant to all that I might, quote, win more of them. He describes who he's talking about, those under the law, those outside of the law, and the weak. And then he concludes this section in verses 22 and 23, and listen to how he uses the word save synonymously with the word win or win over. In verse 22 and 23, he says, I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. A good evangelist then is able to appeal and relate to the unbeliever, and without compromising the truth, make the gospel so appealing to the lost that they trade in their sin-loving, self-oriented life for all that Christ offers. Jesus actually uses this same word, cardino, in Matthew chapter 18, the popular church discipline passage. And in verse 15, he says this, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained or won your brother. And so in this case, it's not evangelistic, but there's a transaction being made nonetheless. By going to him alone first, you've shown him dignity and respect. And by dealing gently with your sinning brother, as we're told to do in Galatians chapter 6, you have a better chance of winning or winning over your brother, bringing him back, as it were. And if he believes, you've gained him back from the kingdom of darkness to the paths of righteousness once again. 
It may be strange to speak of evangelism and even Christian accountability with this business term, but Cardino is far more than salesmanship. It's about being winsome, wanting to win people over. We might even say wanting to convince people. But here's the kicker. It's not for our own gain. We are not profiteers when it comes to sharing our faith. To quote Paul in 1 Corinthians 9, we do it all for the sake of the gospel. Yes, we rejoice when sinners and even disobedient Christians repent, and yes, we share in their blessings, but who really profits? Ultimately, it is Christ who is glorified and our formerly lost friend who benefits most. Each of the synoptic gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they record Jesus' teaching that... Whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself or his soul? Implication, true gain, true profit comes from trading in this sin-loving, self-oriented life for true eternal life in Christ. Now that's a deal. And the Christian wakes up every day with the opportunity to broker this deal between an undeserving sinner and a gracious God extending the gift of salvation. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, Paul says, He has, that is Christ, has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. It is Jesus who saves it is Jesus who wins, Jesus who rescues, and yet he uses us to do it. Christian, who in your world could benefit from the gospel? Who needs rescuing from sin? May we have the wisdom of Proverbs 11 and desire to be winsome soul winners, unapologetic brokers of the greatest deal imaginable, exchanging our life in this broken world for all that Christ offers us. After all, are we not happy with the trade we made ourselves? And do we not recommit daily to this exchange by denying ourselves, picking up our cross, and following Jesus, in whom we are saved and have eternal life?